0: Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk the podcast. So, welcome back, guys. Um, I took a week off from posting a new episode, but we are back this week and better than ever. Um, And I have a very special guest that I've been so excited to interview, and it's finally her chance. (laughs) Um, I have Anila Saja. She is from Bravo's Married to Medicine Atlanta. And she was actually the newest cast member on the show this past season. And let me tell you, she really spiced things up. Like she came in hot and ready to go. <laughs> um, and and honestly, I love her for that. She is hilarious. She's such a sweetheart. Um, and she throughout the season, I definitely say she grew. And she definitely shined, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, But a little bit about Anila, if you're not familiar with her or the show. um, So she is a Georgia peach, born and raised in Savannah, Georgia. Um, But she is Indian American. And that her heritage really played out this past season on the show. And we got to see some customs and her family and all of that, so it was definitely interesting, especially for the Married to Medicine franchise. Um, you know, showing something a little bit different, which is always nice. Um, but she is a blogger, um, a fashion blogger, actually, and a social media influencer. Um, she is a doctor's wife, and she is married to Dr. Karen Saja, and he is an a plastic surgeon. He has a specialty, um, and I, Neil and I will get to that in our interview. So you guys will get to hear that and a little bit about what he does. It's it's something that is not super common, so it's very interesting. So I don't even want to try and um, pronounce it. What he does in his specialty and talk about it because I don't want to butcher it or say or give the wrong information. But let me tell you. Uh, he is a very interesting man in, you know, as a doctor, but also just personally, he's hilarious as um, if you're a fan of the show, you got to see him this past season. He's funny when he does confessionals. He's very sweet. He's funny with his kids, the you know, his in-laws, all of that. Um. So actually, I will say if you are not currently watching Married to Medicine, like if you're not a Married to Medicine fan or you didn't watch this past season, Definitely go and binge this past season because it was definitely so good. Um, honestly, every season of Married to Medicine and Lena has been amazing. It always is. The cast truly delivers. But um, I will say go check out this past season and check out Anila and her husband and her family because they are um, quite a gem, let me tell you. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Anila and I talk are going to be talking about everything from this past season, all of the juicy drama that everyone loves. Um, also, you know, filming during COVID um, and, you know, her friendship with her uh, BFF at one time, Toya Bush Harris, which um, she is an OG of married to medicine. And she brought Anila into the group this past season and things uh, didn't go over well, but, um, in regards to their friendship and, you know, throughout the whole experience. So we t- we're going to talk about that and um, her experience with Toya, where she is now, who she's closest with on the cast, but she really thinks of everyone. And let me tell you, she does not hold back on her opinions, which I love. But, um, yeah, so anyway, without further ado, here is my juicy interview with Anila Saja from Married to Medicine, Atlanta. I hope you guys enjoy. Gosh, um, but I'm so excited to talk with you, but I want to start at the beginning of your journey because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's always good to start there. Um, but yeah. I'm curious, why did you decide to join Mary de Medicine for season eight?
1: You know, I think the opportunity was given to me and I thought about it. You know, I spoke with my husband about it because I really wasn't sure how he was, you know, going to feel about it, but I'm kind, we're kind of an open book anyways, the way we are like, you know, previous to, you know, being on TV, I, I'm a blogger and Mm -hmm. I'm kind of already out there anyways, you know, like we, we, i already share like places i go to restaurants i go to places we travel to so it's not like um you know TV is just obviously a bigger scale but i was friends with toya you know she told me about it and it just kind of like you know we were hanging out so much that so it was kind of like hey let me just Be on it with her, you know, introduce me to these group of ladies, you know, even, even outside of the cameras, I think I would have met them anyways, because I was really close to her at
0: the time. Okay. yes. So how did your friendship with Toya begin?
1: So, um, basically we had the same builder.
0: So Mm -hmm. when,
1: um, my builder, when we were talking to my builder about, you know, our plot and, you know, just the whole building process, he took us to Toya's house, which was under construction at that time, and wanted to kind of show us his work. So we mm. went over there, and um, and Toya happened to be there at that time. And so I met her, and literally, we kind of just hit it off. I mean, we were like, oh, my God, we're both Aries. You know, we both are married to doctors. We have small kids. We just had so much in common. And so we exchanged numbers and, um, we literally hit it off and we just started hanging out after that. She came to my 40th birthday. Um, I came to like, we would just go to each other's homes and just basically hang out. And I, you know, got a lot of advice from her in terms of like just the neighborhood itself. And then just the building process with our mutual builder, you know? So it was, you know, we just had a great friendship.
0: Oh, yes. And I think we saw that early on. Um, mm-hmm. But since you guys were already close, we really didn't get to see the full beginning and how you guys became friends and stuff. But that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a fan of the show prior to joining?
1: I have de- I definitely remember watching the first season when it okay. came out because I I was like, I kind of resonated with it because, hey, I'm married to medicine. So it was interesting for me to see it. But I think even but I I have to say at that time, I wasn't married to. Oh, OK, much. so I guess I didn't. But I just was interested in seeing their life. And then um and then after that, I would just see a couple of seasons. I wasn't like watching every season and every episode, but I would watch some of it.
0: Right now, when you met. Toya did you realize who she was that she was on TV or what was your impression of her with that kind of you I know kinda, her being on TV? <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I I was just, you know, she she acted like just anyone, you know, and I didn't right. I kind of had um I didn't really think anything of it. I was just like, "Oh, okay, you know, she's on the show, you know." I was really more interested in seeing her house and how our builder built it, you know. Right. But and then and then it was more just like kind of vibing with her, like we just had a great connection. But it was nothing about like, oh, my God, you know, she's on the show or anything, because I wasn't it's not like I I watched it like every single day and every season. So I didn't I had kind of um, I wasn't really sure how the last few seasons had even been, you know.
0: Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, just curious, what when you did watch the show at one point or whenever you caught it, what did you think of the show? Did you think it was like, obviously it's very, it's different than probably everyday life. Obviously I think of the ladies and the style of the show and how they portrayed their lives and all of that.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of how life is, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, and especially going through it now, it's really the reality of how we live. I mean, I, I feel like if you put me in any group of a, any group of ladies, there's always going to be, you know, a little bit of competition, a little bit of judging, a little bit of hazing, you know, like that's just mm-hmm. how it works, you know. So, I mean, looking back, yeah, there's the that is the reality, you know, because when we went through it this last season, it, these were situations that were actually occurring and happening. So, you know, I, I find it actually even more real, you know, like when I look back at the other seasons, like these are things that actually happen and that us women go through. And naturally, you know, when you put a bunch of women together that are strong women that, you know, just have lots of opinions and that kind of thing, there's going to be issues, there's going to be problems, you know, but I think at the end of the day, I think we do all support each other and that, you know, if anything were to happen, we would all be there for each other.
0: Right, of course. And I I think that's what a lot of people love about the show. I know I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's very real, raw, and Mm -hmm. but you guys are really friends and it's really it's a, it's a great, well, we actually you know.
1: really have a real relationship and connection, and that's kind of what I loved about it. As I started meeting the other ladies, mm-hmm. I was actually developing a real connection. And even like to like now, even while we're not filming, I mean i I talk to Heavenly and Quad like almost you know every every week. I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. Yes, I'm so glad to hear that. Um, now. I'm going to go through the ladies and get your first impressions of each of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so I want, besides Toya, cause you already knew her prior, but mm-hmm. the first impression of Contessa.
1: So actually when I first met her, it was at Damon's um, birthday party at the 50th, um, at his 50th birthday party. Mm-hmm. She seemed such a lovely person, you know, like I, I felt I just felt the energy being very positive, a beautiful soul, like she was just so welcoming as well. Like I could tell that she was kind of trying to get to know me and, you know, she was just very friendly. I found her the most friendliest out of all of them, besides, uh-huh. you know, to me knowing Toya.
0: Hmm. Yes. And that was a unique situation because that was the first party but mm-hmm. they were still like trying to deal with the COVID precautions so people were wearing their shields and it was mm-hmm. a lot different I think you know obviously it, yeah in the past
1: it was yeah but she was very um I found her the most welcoming for sure out mm. of all of them all of the ladies
0: Wow, that's great um what about Jackie
1: Jackie I remember speaking to her and she was also super sweet Um, she has, you know, great advice to give. Like she's, she's just the one that kind of like brings us together. And I do see that, you know, like when I met her, I could just see that, like feel that presence about her as just trying to make calm, make peace. And you, you feel that energy, like she really does that. She gives that energy off. So she was just really chill, super sweet no negative vibe from her um very down to earth smart brilliant you know um yeah i mean yeah maybe we didn't have a lot in common well, actually we do we have fashion in common she's got the best fashion sense i would say out of the group oh, and really? I, everything that she would wear i'm like oh okay i like that you know she she could put <laughs> an outfit together very well and she's got a great sense of style so Um, But, yeah, she's just a very, um, uh, just a great person with great personality and um, just loved her vibe. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, What about Simone?
1: Simone, honestly, she, I think she took me on and I took her on as like my big sister, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because I definitely met her before the rest of the girls. And so I think, yeah, Toya had introduced me to her before the rest and really cool. Um, I know I'm saying all these positive things, but I mean, that was, that, that was really it. Like she was like, she would, she would give great advice. You know, she, she was like that sisterly kind of person, you know, like, you know, gotta be like this, gotta do, you know, like that kind of thing. And she was just just a sweet, sweet person. So I was like, you're like my big sister. Like, I love how you just, just, just very helpful type of person. And so, um, we quickly connected as well. Like, and I still love her. I mean, we're not as in touch, but, um, she was, she was sweet and, and just a a great little great sister.
0: Oh, that's great Mm -hmm. to hear. Um, what about Heavenly?
1: heavenly, I wasn't sure about. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: I had already kind of known or that, like, she might come from me. So and I try never to judge a person by its book, you know, I'm like, let me just see how it plays out, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, she, you know, we obviously had a rough start, you know, in the beginning, there was a little bit of bullying and hazing and stuff like that. And You know, but I'm, but I'm not, you know, I can, I can handle anyone. I'm not scared of anyone like bring it, I'll bring it back. So Mm. I think we had a little bit of a rough start, but then we kind of got to a place where we understood each other. And I think she found some respect when she knew that I could handle my own and I wasn't going to just let her walk over me or say whatever she wants and think that I'm just going to let that slide, you know? So I think it was just kind of like a rough start. And then we 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 were cool and we're we're great friends now.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, Now, what about your other great friend, um, Quad?
1: Yeah, Quad um, Quad and I also too like we exchanged numbers the first day we met. Um, you know, she's got that young energy vibe. Like I do, like, we just love to go out, have a good time, have some drinks. And, you know, she, she's just, I just felt her to be more friendly, like more like, you know what, I'm not gonna like tell you how to be, or, you know, make you feel a certain way. She was just like a good friend, like a, like a, a good girlfriend to have. So we had a great vibe you know we connected right away instantly um i remember having lunch with her it was actually one of the scenes and we we had so much fun that day so Uh her and i can definitely kick it and have a blast
0: and she, she has
1: that great young energy that every girl needs
0: yeah i like that um now what about um lisa nicole
1: Ah, Lisa Nicole. Um, <laughs> um, I'm okay. So, in the beginning, when I met her, I thought she was nice. I thought she was, um, you know, really sweet girl. You know, I never got to know her well. We never, you know, she never really reached out to me to like hang out or, you know, call me just to chit chat. It was like, I almost felt like it was just like she was just all business type of person. Person, You know, like she wasn't I just didn't get a friendly vibe from her like mm-hmm. um, she just never went out of her way to like be a be just a friendly person or, or just be friends with anyone, you know. So I just I felt weird about her because she just never tried, never went out her way to like hang out or anything. And it was just like a business type of situation. So I, I just got a negative energy later as time went. I'm like, I just, I don't know. Like, and I'm, I'm really big on reading energy and, and like kind of feeling a person out by the energy that they give. And I just didn't get a good positive energy from her, but I really did try to like come to her boutique and help blog her stuff, help, um, you know, vamp up her collection, you know, and, and put it out there. Cause that's what bloggers do. You know, we, we help market other companies and brands and boutiques and stuff that are out there to give them business. And, you know, obviously that went south, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, unfortunately I just don't get that great vibe from her, you know, and I, and I, I felt that later as we, we're you know filming down the season
0: yeah yeah um and we can talk about that in a little bit but um (laughs) the last one um is carrie
1: carrie is a great person i have um never felt a negative bone in her um she's a good person we we definitely like she would reach out to me and connect with me and you know wanna hang out. Now she's got those witty lines that she will come back with and say, but like her and I, I think we had a little bit of a thing where you know, I was like, "Oh, you're trying to, you know," but it was it was all like just being silly. Like I never really had anything against her or anything like that, but I think she's um a wonderful person.
0: Oh, that's great. Great to hear.
1: Um now I
0: know you didn't watch the show religiously, but do you know uh, Mariah Huck at all?
1: No, not really. I've met her once um at Toya's Christmas party, and oh. you know um we exchanged a few words and stuff it was pleasant you know um she's she seemed like a great person i, I mean i don't I don't know her at all really to even say anything so um. But yeah, I've met her once. Okay,
0: very nice. Yes. Um Now, okay, early on in this season, you obviously stood up for Toya because you guys were friends and you were very close and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um you did like you said you did get into it with um a few of the ladies like a little bit with Contessa, but mm-hmm. Heavenly really and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um Now, looking back, because now you're so you're close with Heavenly and I think you're good with Contessa and all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you regret, um, you know, not being closer with them sooner and really just standing behind Toya? Or how do you feel on that looking back?
1: You know, I think in any kind of friendship, you know, you have to like I wear my heart on my sleeve until you cross the line, you know? And so I think the way it all transpired, it's kind of how friendship is, you know, like Mm -hmm. I wanted to be close to Toya. Like that was my girl, you know, like we, we had a good connection. We had a great friendship, but you know, she changed on me. I mean, like, bad and mm-hmm. there's there's only some po- so much that you can take and when it and when all the the lies that i mean the the rumors that i kept hearing from the neighborhood they're not rumors the stuff that she was saying behind my back with all the the people in the neighborhood i mean it, that i think that's what really put the icing on the cake like first you were treating me terribly you know and then hearing all the rumors. So that's, that's when, you know, I was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this, you know, but, and, and it's sad because my kids loved her, you know, and I would never tell my kids even till this day that there's an issue between us, you know, I wouldn't, I would never do that. And I didn't know the other girls. So it had to take some time and maybe it it needed to be like some issues for us to kind of maybe fall out to then bring us back together. I don't know, but you know, they didn't know me. And again, when you bring any new girl into a new group, there's always going to be a little bit of that, like hazing, bullying, maybe in the beginning until they really feel you out. And I think they love the energy that I brought to the group because I I brought good energy. I was very, I'm a very pot, I'm a bubbly person. I'm very friendly and I like to have a good time, you know, and I think they finally were able to see that. And maybe it did have to take that time for them to realize and for me to kind of, get to know them and understand who they are. So it's a process. I feel like in any kind of group when you join, when you're the newbie.
0: Yes. Yes, for sure. Especially with this, like you said, this very strong group of women. Mm-hmm. And they it's, have it's, a lot of yeah.
1: history together, you know, right. it's, it's really a process because they, they have tons of history and it's, it's all about new experiences and developing new connections. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
0: yes now um your mother was on the show and your family and stuff and mm-hmm. they you know got to be around the ladies um mm-hmm. you know on in the season too now what did they think of the ladies and the show and all of that after you after I think that first party that you had where they were there and there was some you know there was arguing and stuff and can Tessa was kind of gotten into it with your mom on accident. It it was just a lot going on. So how did they feel about it?
1: They were a little bit shocked. I mean, they were like, wow, like what's going on? (laughs) You know, like how did this happen? I think my mom was probably more concerned about, you know, um, a a couple leaving without finishing the food, you know, because it's like you don't get up um, without eating, you know, so it's so big too, in our culture, it's like, we, we love to feed people, you know, even if you're coming for like an hour, we're going to put a whole feast out for food, drinks, everything. So, you know, for them to just get up and leave without even touching their food, it just, I think that hurt my mom more than anything, you know, I mean, my mom knows like there's always going to be arguments and stuff like that. I mean, it did, definitely got more heated than she probably would have ever expected. But, you know, I think her concern was more about like, finish your food, you know, and that's what she <laughs> got up to get her to sit down because it was like, don't leave. We just started eating, you know, like the party just started. So, right. Um, and it, it's just in our culture to like, you know, make sure people eat before and leave on a full stomach, you know?
0: Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Now, I mean, she seems to maybe she, I mean, she has a very like boisterous and fun personality. Um, it seems like she enjoyed um, you know, the spotlight and being on the show. What did your the rest of your family think of the show in general and, you know, putting your lives out on TV and them being on TV? and
1: Yeah, I mean, they were they were fine with it. You know, I mean mom is that way on TV or off TV. She just has Uh to. So it was like just seeing our mom on TV being who she is, you know. (laughs) So and I mean, I think I think it was obviously maybe in the beginning for everyone like, wow, you know, we're all on TV and stuff. But I think, think, you know, they kind of got used to it. You know, even like for my kids, I I think with my kids, they probably think that this is normal because they're so young and they don't realize that it's kind of a big deal to be on TV. Um, yes. But they're just like, oh, there I am. You know, it's like, you know, nothing kind of thing, but it is kind of something. So they're just like, oh, can you put that, sh- that episode on where I- you see me?
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> they have. I don't think they have any idea of like really what it means, you know.
0: Right until they get older, and then they'll probably be like, you know, oh. shocked. But.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yes. Now, do they? I mean, obviously, that you don't want them to watch the whole thing, but they do. They get to they get to watch their parent. Um, yeah.
1: No, I mean, and plus, whenever it came on, it was like past their bedtime, that so they would, right. they would be asleep. <laughs> Um, I think maybe the holy function, the holy party, oh, yeah. uh, her birthday party, we let her see. So there were some um, episodes where they were in that they they saw, but they they didn't see all of them at all.
0: Right, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and your husband is very like he is hilarious and has <laughs> a personality and stuff. Um, yeah. You know, how did he feel about the show as a whole? Um and you know doing the show and what people thought about him and stuff because that's it's definitely it's probably surprising because you know he pro- I'm sure I don't know if he expected it and expected people to really like his sense of humor and stuff but I think a lot of yeah people it's
1: kind of it. well I always knew that he I mean that's the one thing I was so attracted to about him is that he had this like really kind of like dry humor, witty comebacks and stuff. And I I love, like, I mean, there's probably not a day that goes by that he doesn't make me laugh, you know? Oh, and I was almost kind of like, they should have, I almost felt like they should have shown more of him because he, like in our green screens and stuff, he was nonstop, like being funny and silly. And there was all this like banter between him and I back and forth. And it was kind of hilarious, but I think they can only put what they can. But, um, Yeah, I think initially um, he was unsure about it all, especially because, you know, we had to talk about, like, you know, our kids are going to be and are we okay with that? But at the end of the day, for us to be on reality, you know, to see the full picture, our whole family has to be in it together. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he was he was fine with it. And um, I think at the end, I I still you know, he he's good with it. You know, he, I, I think like I felt initially, it was obviously very awkward, you know, with all the cameras and stuff like that around, but you know, it's they're capturing our life and after mm-hmm. you just kind of get used to it.
0: Right. Right. Yes. And I think, I mean, he seemed like a natural, but I think like you said, it's sense of humor. He um, doesn't take things too seriously, which I think he is doesn't. good.
1: He he thinks everything can be a joke and he'll he'll make fun of everything. And, you know, he's he's a very likable person. I'll say that, like even in our friend, other friend groups and stuff like people just love him.
0: Oh, but you guys
1: only saw the tip of the iceberg of him. Like you did not even get to see him in in his fullest. You know, there's just so much more to his humor. And and y'all just saw a little glimpse of it you know, so hopefully, you know, you'll get to see more of that eventually.
0: I'm hoping, yes. I think mm-hmm. people definitely liked him mm-hmm. and I loved him. So I think I'm hoping we get to see more. Um, mm-hmm. I did think about him um, being on TV now, because that's a crazy experience having a doctor. Um, I mean, now I guess with a lot of the ladies and their husbands, I mean, they've been on TV for years, but it's a different, you know, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of doctors necessarily on this kind of platform so it's yeah you're seeing your doctor's personal life on tv it's definitely an interesting experience so do you know how they've been reacting to him
1: the uh, like the other doctors or.
0: Yeah, the doctors, his patients, all of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, he'll have some patients that come in that will be like, oh, we saw you on TV the other day. So he he does get a lot of those. And then like they've also um filmed in his office. And so the staff all knows about it and everything. And I right. think it's cool. Like, you know, go for it. If you know, if it's your thing, hey, do it, you know, so. They're, they all support it. They're all cool with it, you know, and, you know, they think it's, it's fun, you know?
0: Yes. And your husband, he is a plastic surgeon, but it's a special
1: Yeah. So he's a facial plastic surgeon. So okay. I, to, I Hell, I didn't know what it was when I first met him. I'm like, you do. Because I've never met it. I've never heard of it before. Me either. So I I didn't even know that that type of doctor existed until I met him. Wow. Because there's only, there are very few of um, his specialty. So he did ophthalmology first, and then he did a fellowship in ocular facial plastics. So it's like doing surgery around the eyes. He does trauma on the eyes. So he'll even like take eyes out like if someone's in a bad accident and their eye needs to be removed he does that kind of stuff but then he'll do like eyelid surgery um bluffer buffer or something like that i mean all things around the eyes and then he also does cosmetic stuff so if it's fillers and um botox and then he has like a laser so he'll do laser treatments and stuff so yeah
0: he very does a lot. cool hmm yes I like that it's different you know and I think when you brought it up on the show it is a different thing that people don't know about so hey you learn something new every day (laughs)
1: yeah yeah really so it's different but he loves what he does so I'm like okay you see eyeballs all day long all right (laughs)
0: right (laughs) well that's so cool I mean hey he it seems like he enjoys what he does and mm. all of that, So I'm sure. Yeah, he stays very
1: <laughs> busy, um, you know, only during the pandemic. It was kind of hard because it is a lot of it is elective surgery. So, you know, there was a little bit of a, a time where it was very slow. And so that was a tough time. But things have totally picked back up and he's extremely busy now. So, um, you know, he goes early in the morning and then he comes home like six thirty seven you know so he's he's wow. busy. he doesn't even take a lunch break, oh wow, yeah. very busy mm-hmm.
0: um, now um going a little bit forward in the season two when you guys went to d c um which <laughs> is a very cool trip to watch, um a comment that you made, and I think a lot of people had questions about it and you guys talked about it at the reunion a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I think you were throwing a little bit of shade at Heavenly, which is obviously normal and mm-hmm. um, you know part of the show. And he said that um, anyone could be a dentist. Um, yeah. you know, what were you really just being shady and fun and um, all of
1: that? I mean, yes. You know, <laughs> now could I be a dentist? Well, if I studied hard. Possibly. But that's not my jam. That's not I, I don't want to be in anyone's mouth. Like that's not right. My thing. So um, and it's not an MD. So whatever. But but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not I, I'm not saying it's easy. Okay, it's not easy. But right. And honestly, maybe Ariana might do that. You know, it's a it's a great it's a great field to go into, especially if you're a woman, I think, you know. Um, so I was honestly, it was just fun shade. And it's because she threw shade at me. Right. So I just, yes, yes back at her. Um. So that's all that was, you know. Um. I, I definitely think it's a lot of hard work to be a dentist. It's not easy, um. you know, doing those implants and stuff that she does. I don't know if I'd be able to do it just being real you know so right <laughs> off
0: to her. yes for sure and she you know she um yes heavenly definitely works hard and she has a lot you know mm-hmm. besides three she always she's always had a lot going on outside of that you know she does I think she's done yeah. real estate and all of that so I always heavenly is definitely definitely a boss <laughs>
1: yeah she does a lot of things
0: right, mm-hmm. right. Um, now after, well, around the time of DC, I guess it's kind of when, at least from a viewer's perspective is when your friendship with Toya, you know, started to change or that we really kind of got to see that maybe because you guys were on a trip and, um, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, when do you think that your friendship with Toya started to kind of go left? Um, and is there more to it that really fans really didn't get to see?
1: Um, I would say um, a lot. It, it started all building up because almost after every scene, she would kind of berate me with like, oh, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And that was stuff you guys never even saw, like as if I was kind of needing to be her. You know, it's like she wanted mm. me to be. And I'm a and I have my own personality and I'm a certain way. Like I can't, I'm not going to be you. And so there was a lot of that. Um, and then in DC, you know, I think y'all saw how she was like, move over or shut up. You know, it was just like those kind of things that just kept on adding up. And there was probably a lot more of that that you guys didn't see. And, um, and it, it was starting to get to me, but what really got to me was probably when I started hearing from the neighbors that I, you know, the neighborhood that I hadn't even moved into and her just calling me names and saying a lot of negative things about me that really put the icing on the cake. And that's where I was just like, okay, I I just can't like, I'm, I'm trying to be your friend. And I, and I, and it it was just weird because she wasn't like that prior to filming. And then once filming started, she just Turning to this different person, and I think maybe she was trying to tell me things, but the way she was delivering it was not the way you deliver that to a friend, you know, and, right. and that's what was very hurtful. And then if, and then now you're talking bad stuff behind my back. So it was just all of that. I just couldn't I, I'm not going to I'm not going to take that, you know.
0: Of right, right. Um, the whole,
1: like, you know, paying the makeup artist and all that kind of stuff that was, I mean, she was really just trying to reach. And I don't know if she was just trying to put the story that she had that they had for her onto me, you know, like Mm. person that can't pay, but that's never been an issue in my life ever. We always pay our bills. We don't have that kind of money issue like that. That's never been a problem. So it was more of a miscommunication with the makeup makeup artist or the hairstylist. Makeup artist was paid on time. The hairstylist would have been paid on time if he hadn't messed up my hair. So there was an Mm. issue here that I was talking back and forth. And therefore, there was a slight delay in me paying him. But paying my bills is never a concern or an issue.
0: Yes, for sure. Uh yeah, thank you for clearing that up because um yeah, that was I think for fans we only really got to see bits and pieces of that. And I like you said there's a lot more that people didn't get to see. Yeah, Um, and
1: also they also kind of showed it where it was like, Oh man, they're just all trying to, you know, they just want their money right away. Like That didn't play out right. And the the fact that it was like, oh, I'm trying to build a house like those were just like jokes and it was just silly comments. But it made it seem like I can't pay for my hair and makeup. I'm trying. I mean, come on. That's right. (laughs) Nothing compared to like building the home that we're building. So it's all like it was all in fun and being silly. But then it just turned into this big thing. And it's it's like her really just trying to reach
0: yes now since you were new um and you know reality tv you know mm-hmm. you weren't used to it um they did show a scene and maybe it's looking back you probably can see kind of what was happening but with toya i mean she i think there was a scene and she was driving you or something maybe it was with the kids and she was mm-hmm. kind of talking and saying like talking about your finances and saying you know you're spending money and of that. Now, looking back at that scene and that, did you do you look at it differently and maybe see that uh, you kind yeah, of bait you know, a little I'm, bit? Yeah.
1: You know, I was like, okay, she's my friend. I'll let her say this. But, like, looking back, I'm like, you're really not the person to give me that kind of advice? Like, yeah, I get you went through it, but I think you still go through financial issues. So, really? Are you really trying to give me that kind of advice? Because... I don't really need to hear that from you. Um, and yeah, I mean, last year was a tough year for us. So yeah, you know, I, it was a, a learning curve for me with how we were spending because, we, you know, all of a sudden, you know, 40% of my husband's salary is cut and we're building a big home. So yeah, there's that. But I'm like, I I don't know if I need to hear this really from you.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, looking back, I would be like, why are you telling me this? Right. (laughs) Don't you have your own, you know, money issues and concerns that you need to deal with? So, yeah.
0: Right. Of course. Of course. And, yeah, like I said, um, as, you know, someone new to reality TV, I'm sure it's difficult to really, when you're Mm -hmm. filming, to really, you know, to really understand what, is going on and there's so much it's it's you know so much going on so I completely get it mm-hmm. so I'm sure looking back it's a unique experience to kind of mm-hmm. be able to look back and see kind of what mm-hmm. you missed in the moment so
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> yes now <clears throat> moving on to another uh, set of drama that you were involved with um, mm-hmm. it's in a cool situation which at the end of the season mm-hmm. I definitely think it was very fun and seemed more lighthearted than I think, um, you know, it wasn't really like a dark issue. It wasn't anything so bad that like, you know, I think it was a fun moment. I think the confessionals Mm -hmm. and everything at the end was just so fun. And I think people really enjoyed it, but um, Mm -hmm. you know, what, what happened with Lisa Nicole, where was the.
1: Yeah. So I mean, we had, I went to her place. I, Paid my photographer to come to her uh, boutique and to take pictures of me in her clothing. And it was pretty much a set deal, I thought, that, like, hey, I will blog your clothes. I will pay for my photographer to come to take pictures of me in it and I'll put them up, you know, and mm-hmm. you pay me. And, you know, you asked me for my charges. I told you them. And mm-hmm. you know, in the blogging world, like, I can even I have receipts to show all of you guys that like either the payment is paid up front or the brand knows as soon as it's done, they just they pay me, you know, mm-hmm. and so now I'm changing up my mm-hmm. the whole way of me blogging. Now, I need the payment up front now because of her situation, because I, I that's never happened to me. Like on mm. it was like six hundred dollars, and I I keep thinking mm. that's like, did I say I don't know if I said four hundred? Maybe I was giving her a deal, but like each story <laughs> was like three hundred dollars, and we had this verbal agreement, and like and the reason why you know people are like oh you should have sent an invoice. I mean I did later, but I thought she was a friend, and I didn't have to do that. Like I just thought that like okay this is the cost, this is what it is. I did the stories for her. And I got nothing. And I was being nice about it and letting it, like, letting days go. But then I had to bring it up because, hey, you you owe me. And mm-hmm. um, literally, it was a total of $600 that she owed me. And that's why I drank $600 worth of drinks.
0: <laughs> okay, yes. Um. I think, yeah, like you said, I think it was different. I can't remember fully the exact number. I think because since things are obviously edited and they, I don't think they showed the full scene of you at her, you know, her boutique. Right. They like showed like a little snippet. So,
1: Like, yeah, maybe bits and pieces of it, but yeah, we did a full shoot there. I tried right. on tons of pieces. Um, and and then I ended up putting um, the, like, I think I did even maybe three stories for her that I posted, tagged her, had her website. You could swipe up to go to her website and, right. um, and yeah, I mean, and then I brought it up to her and it's, it's just, you know, it's just bad business. It It's not good for her. It's not a good look.
0: Yes. Now I don't know because she wasn't at the reunion and did you ever hear or see on social media? Maybe I don't know if you look at her social media. I've spoken to her actually on, I had did a podcast with her. Because um, I've known Lisa Nicole for a while because I interviewed her years ago when she was on the show. But did you ever hear her explanation of what what she she's trying
1: to say that like Bravo wanted to help my blog? Okay, that, mm-hmm. Bravo could care two shits about that. They're not they're not worried to oh let's let's make Anila let's get Anila out there with fashion. Mm-hmm. One. do you think they care about that? No, mm-hmm. they could care less about that. That is not their concern to be like, hey, our goal is to like bring Anila up with her blogging. This is bravo dude. They're bigger. They don't care. Um so that little story that she has is not and and let me just be also be clear. I, you know, she also said something about I would get a bigger blogger or or a more real blogger to blog my stuff. First of all, my followers that I have, majority of my 47,000 or more followers have come from blogging, not from being on TV. Okay. Majority of my followers watch me because they want to see what I'm wearing, what I'm doing, you know, what looks I'm putting together, what beauty products I have to show, like everything. So that's called a legit blogger going to just anyone to, to show stuff. Like for an example, Toya, she has a lot of followers. But she's not a blogger, so people, her followers are following her because she's on TV, not because Mm -hmm. they want to shop through her. My followers want to actually shop through me.
0: So Mm -hmm. that's the
1: difference.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I love hearing, hearing both sides because I think. Right. And
1: Bravo did not want to like, oh, let's build her up because I'm a small. No, I'm actually, I actually grew pretty fast and I'm actually a pretty, one of the top bloggers here in Atlanta. So Mm -hmm. I don't know where she's getting that from um, or what, why she's making up things. I mean, she just makes up a lot of things. And so, yeah, so. There's a there's a whole like everything that she said was very false. I'm a legit true blogger and that's where my followers have come from. And in 2 years to get like almost 50,000 followers, that's a pretty big deal. I grew pretty fast. And honestly, I started off doing it for fun and then it grew. And once you get like accepted by there's, you know, like to know it that kind of makes you a legit blogger. So, I don't need help from her or, or Bravo. I was actually trying to help her out because mm. does anyone know about her collection? No. Is it out there? Do people talk about it? No. So what a blogger does is try to help you. We help market you. So I was actually doing a favor for her, like helping her out. But yes, I don't do that stuff for free. And every every brand that I work with, they always give you the the, the products, the, the clothing, all that for free. They always do. Mm-hmm. And then they pay you on top of that. And yes, again, because I thought she was a friend. We had a verbal agreement. I thought that you know she would have just known to 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 pay me.
0: Right, and, right. You know. Um. And did I'll you? <laughs> you did you get? Did you get some of her clothes or? You,
1: there were did, um, like two like simple dresses that she gave me. You know nothing special. And Hey, I mean, she could have it back. I don't even care. You know, for me, it's more of a business, you know, right? Um, mm-hmm. a lot of the brands sometimes, you know, they they give it and, you know, it's great, but I have so much clothes. I don't even care about clothes. It's about, you know, doing the job for that brand, helping them out and, you know, have a business and getting paid for it because it's a lot of work. You know, and I I don't I don't just pay my photographer to shoot me and then not get any kind of payment in any other way. You know, that's not good business. So, you know, she's also forgetting that I brought a photographer that I paid for. So now you're not going to pay me and I paid for a photographer to come to your boutique and you're not giving me anything from it.
0: Yes. Yeah, I can definitely see. What you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and then so where did you get the idea that I mean, was the, the whole drink thing, was that more in fun that you were just gonna kind of you know? Yeah, I wasn't do it like that?
1: really serious about it or anything. It was all being playful, but yeah, I mean, she should have took it as you know, just being like hey okay yeah you know she got me okay yeah that makes sense you know i sent you know when she and and the funny thing is is at the table she was like send me the invoice send me the invoice i sent her the invoice that night you still didn't pay me so stop playing games you didn't want to pay me you wanted me to do that for you for free and never pay me
0: Mm -hmm. why would you
1: that why would you even if you didn't even want to pay me, then why would you even say send the invoice? If you think that Bravo was just trying to help me with blog, my blog or whatever, then why would you tell me to send the invoice? Like you're, you're not even making sense.
0: Hmm. Um. So did you end up getting payment? I can't remember if on the show. I know it kind of was all there was a lot happening at once when everything happened. So did you end payment up getting from her? payment? Um. Yes, and or in general, the no.
1: I got no, no. zero. Nothing.
0: No. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm trying to think. In that scene, that final scene, did Carrie or was it Carrie or someone that said, "Here's six hundred dollars." Was that for like paying the the drink bill or what was that? I can't remember. I thought yeah, someone was I saying, was "Yeah, like,
1: here, let me, let me just clean this up and let me just." pay for the drinks
0: I'm like yeah. don't
1: be a Karen Lisa like here but
0: you she- did not get any money back the 600 at all no Mm-mm. oh no. okay yep. so you know kind of going in in I mean as far as I know I don't think she's coming back to the show um, from what she said and um mm-hmm. At least as of right now, you never know. But, you know, I mean, not that $600 is a huge issue, but I think any amount of money and, you know, it stings a little bit, especially after you put hard work in and stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. what if would you ever talk to her about it again or you're just kind of done with it and moving on from the whole situation?
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just done with it. Like I'm just, whatever, you know, I have bigger things and more, you know, $600 honestly is not anything, you know, I get Mm -hmm. paid paid more than that. So I'm just like, I don't, I don't even care about it. Right. Um, Right. But I just know that I would never work with her again because that's just terrible business you know Mm-hmm.
0: um now what because and I didn't even realize and I don't think a lot of people realize because that news story that with her covid center and all of that mm-hmm. I mean it wasn't like national news or anything that I think a lot of people knew about until the show aired so what was your opinion on that whole situation
1: um You know, it was, I remember watching the news and seeing that and I was a little shocked by it. I was like, what, what is this going, what's going on here? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know much about it. It's just the fact that like, you know, her, the results weren't getting delivered on time and, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not, that's never good. You know, I, I I remember that I was waiting for my results from another lab for a long time and it sucks because you want to know, like, are you negative, positive, So, I mean, I feel like, you know, Lisa should just stick to maybe the clothing line and that area and not try to do something that's not her, like, expertise. Like, that's just, you know, you're you're trying to put yourself in so many different areas that maybe is not for you, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it was just something that you couldn't, you didn't have great control over and not something you should really get into, but... I, I I just I don't know all the details, but all I know is that you know that kind of sucked for her to, you know, be on the news about it, and you know, not have the the proper equipment or whatever to get the results, whatever it may have been, but not a good look.
0: Hmm. Yes. Yes. Um. Well. Um. Oh. Just a this this kind of um, is an interesting thing, and I know they haven't officially said anything yet or anything. But mm-hmm. when you guys were in D.C., we saw you meet some of um, some doctors and um, mm-hmm. I think was their wife. I can't remember, but the ladies of D.C. and there's obviously been rumblings about um, the franchise really expanding. To DC, um, What was your opinion on those ladies and if it is true about a married to medicine DC, what do you think?
1: I think it would be great if they did it. Um, those ladies were wonderful. Um, nothing negative to say about them. I think they all had unique different personalities. Um, there were some that were louder than others, you know, and that kind of thing, but they were wonderful. And um, if they did that, it would be amazing. Um, I think these group of ladies would definitely put on a great show
0: Mm Mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Um, did, did you watch, I mean, I guess, or do you watch now or know about, know any of the ladies from Mary to medicine, Los Angeles?
1: Yeah. Um, I've talked to some of them and met some of them and they're also really great ladies too. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually really like a lot of them and, um, I mean, I, I didn't, I, I, I don't know them super well, but like Jasmine and I have talked on the phone before, um, Kendra and I, like, you know, we follow each other and like each other's pictures all the time. Um, and then I can't remember all their names, but yeah, I mean, I've, um, definitely have seen them and, and, and know them and not well, but yeah, they're great ladies.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then now that you're, you know, a part of the Bravo family, um, you know, have you, do you watch any of the housewives or, um, Mm -hmm. speak to any people from any other Bravo show? What, what shows are you currently into? Yeah. So obviously,
1: um, I've spoken to most of the, um, the cast of family karma because me, so they're, they're super sweet. Love them. Um, at the real Housewives of Atlanta um mm-hmm. I have met some of the friends that are on the show um but and and I watched it and it was you know very interesting this last season of Atlanta um the whole um bolo thing was very interesting right um, <laughs> but yeah so i I watched that I watch um Potomac and mm-hmm. I haven't. So Candy and I um, from Atlanta, we were on Watch What Happens Live together. So I got to sp- to speak to her a bit. Um, Potomac Girls are, hey, they're the show is great. I love that. I love their show. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> and uh, what else? Shaw's Sunset, definitely watched mm-hmm. that. Um, I don't know them, but I watched that. Um, Southern charm. I've spoken with Leva like over DMs, um, a few times. Mm -hmm. Um, even, uh, with New Jersey, Melissa Gorga and I have, we've messaged a few times back and forth. She's wonderful. So yeah. Um, you know, I, if I have time, Bravo is on my TV and I watch as much as I can.
0: (laughs) That's good. I'm glad. Um, now, going forward, kind of in the future, um, you mm-hmm. know, do you want to, or if you had the opportunity, would you want to come back, um, for another season of Married to Medicine, Atlanta?
1: Yeah, I mean, if the opportunity was given to me, um, I would definitely take it. I mean, it was fun. It was great getting to know these ladies, and um you know, it was, it was a good time. Yeah. There's ups and downs and there's challenges, but at the end of the day, you know, it was, it was a fun little ride.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. Um, and then, um, do you have anything personally with your blog or any Mm -hmm. other you have coming up that you would like to kind of tease or talk about?
1: Yeah. So, um, I think, Most people probably already know, but I am um, looking to partner um, and have my own franchise with a hairline. So I will be selling that Indian raw hair. Um, So that's coming up in the next month or two. And I'll be um, obviously working on furnishing my whole home, too. So that's, like, a, another really big project. Um, it'll be, like, I have an interior decorator that's going to be coming in and furnishing the entire home. And it'll be kind of like a HGTV kind of style. Like, I'll just, like, Karen and I will walk into a fully furnished home. Like, it's furnished now with, our like, some of our older furniture. But um, we're pretty much getting all new furniture throughout the home. So excited about that.
0: Yes, that's very exciting. Um, and how do you like, um, you know, being in your new home? Um, we re- we got to see it at the very end mm-hmm. of the season, but um, I hope we get to see more. And like you said, I'm
1: Maybe some
0: more on social media and stuff, but yeah, it's your dream home. That's exciting.
1: It is. And I absolutely love, love, love it. Every bit of it. Um, There's still stuff to be done in terms of even like from the build, the builder, like there's things that need to still be built out. There's even appliances that we're still waiting on just because of this whole COVID year, things are so delayed. So there's still things that we're like excited for them to come in and, and finish Um, But just being here every day, waking up and enjoying my closet that I absolutely love, my little blogger room space, there's just so much space here. You know, we were in a townhome before and now with, you know, our two kids that are like older now, you know they love it. They love running around the home. They have like two playroom areas and we haven't even done our basement yet. So there's still so much more growth in this home and the neighborhood itself is just so beautiful to live in. The people here are great. Um, I've made my own little circle of friends here. So it's, it's been wonderful. I absolutely love it.
0: That's great. That's great. Um, yes. And I was just, I had another question and I just Mm -hmm. At least at my mind. Um, Oh, that was it. About your mom. I did. I think your mom said on the show she wanted um, a room at your house and um, (laughs) kind of become it. Come and go. when she wanted. So does she have her own room at the house?
1: Yeah. So she you know, she kind of takes over the guest bedroom that we have on the main floor because, you know, as they get older, they hate, you know, climbing up and downstairs and every place that we've lived in prior Um, have been townhomes and it's always like going up and downstairs up and down so now they have this the room that's like right there on the main floor and now is it like the home the room that she like dreamt of no it doesn't have a balcony that she probably wished (laughs) for but it's so funny because the other day like um we have these like fancy guest bedroom bathroom sinks
0: Uh and
1: um, my dad was like sitting there complaining about it because it's like a it's hard to explain but it's almost like an infinity pool on the in the sink so there, oh. it's not like a hole there's like a thing that sits in it and then the water kind of like goes around this like circular thing and so he's like how can I wash my face like the water splashes back in my face and like when I spit it's like sitting there, like, I I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a guest bedroom bathroom. That means you don't stay here for a long time. It's meant for you to like, use it and then leave (laughs) permanently. Like they've, they're actually here now and they've been here for two weeks. And I'm like, okay, that means it's time. If you, if you're not, it's not meant to be comfortable. It's meant for people to come there and stay for a day and then want to (laughs) leave.
0: Right. Right. We're not
1: trying to make people feel like home.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, did they, do they just like staying with you and being with the kids and stuff like they that? Love,
1: they love our kids. They're so obsessed with our kids. And so um, they love just come visiting. And then it's like my dad works from home. So there's never like a time for them to leave. I literally have to be like, okay, it's been long enough. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but it's it's more just like they love the time with my with my kids.
0: So, oh, that's great! Do they live near you anyway, or live in the area? Yeah,
1: they're in Savannah, Georgia. So okay, really like a four-hour, four and a half-hour drive for them. So it's not bad.
0: Okay, very nice. Oh, well, I'm sure they enjoy, you know, being there and being with you and the kids, and and you're normally, I mean, you're a blogger, but you are normally at home, right? And you can
1: meet yeah, them and it's stuff. Great because you know, I'm, I work from home basically. So that's, that's the nice thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm with them and stuff like that. So especially in the summertime, cause the kids are out of the school. Um, and so they get to spend time with them and then I'm around. And so it's just a big old kind of happy family.
0: <laughs> yes. And before I forget the thing that, um, and we really didn't you know, hear you talk about it a lot on the show. Um before you were a blogger, um, you kind of talked about your career about um before you were a blogger and you know, um so can you tell me a little bit about that and
1: like yeah, before
0: so, blogging. <laughs>
1: so I um I got a degree in computer information systems. Um mm-hmm. and you know I so basically I did a lot of programming, I did purchasing planning. Forecasting, a lot of that. I was in Atlanta working for a while and then I decided to move to New York City because I really wanted to, you know, take what I was doing, but get into the fashion industry. Cause that, you know, mm-hmm. I've always had the passion for fashion. So, um, and New York City is like the the capital of fashion, you know. Right. And so I started working for this company called Cody, which manu- manufactures fragrances, like all the fragrances that are out there. And um and so I was at least around it. You know, I was still doing like global forecasting executive. I had a big position there. I traveled to Paris, um, you know, working in that company. It was just the it was literally my dream job. Like we, you know, just coming into work, everyone was very dressed. Like it it kind of reminded me of De- Devil's Wear product. Like you just had to dress to the T. Like you had to look really good coming into that office because they were just high-end fashion. It was just like a fashion company, you know, the, um, and then there was different areas. And so I was in the global forecasting area where, I, you know, just doing a lot of forecasting of all the fragrances and stuff like that. So it was, it was just, it, it, we were in the empire state building. So wow, um, it was amazing. And then I got married and that's when I had to like quit the dream job, but I was there for a good time. And so, um, and then once I got married and then we got pregnant, then that's when I, I worked a little bit more in corporate. But then once I had the baby, I decided to stay home with the baby. And um, and that's when I slowly started the whole blogging world. But yeah, I mean, I've always worked in the corporate world and always was in the whole like purchasing, planning, product development, you know, that kind of role.
0: Yes, for sure. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Um, mm-hmm. I was always curious um, because we saw you talk about it, I think at the beginning, yeah. but not fully. So yes, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, But thank you so much, Anila, for doing this. It was yeah, so much you. fun. Such an it's honor.
1: Great. This was awesome. So much yes.
0: fun. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Anila Saja from Bravo's Married to Medicine, Atlanta. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more reality talk, please follow our social media on Instagram. It's at Reality Podcast. Or you can also follow my personal social media. It's at Seth 35 on Instagram and Twitter. But again, thank you guys so, so much for all the love and support. I truly appreciate it. If you um, are loving this podcast, please leave a review on whichever platform you listen to podcasts. Um, I would love to see it. Um, And if you ever have any ideas, thoughts on guests, whatever you want to do, please reach out on social media. I'd love to chat with you. But again, thank you guys so much. I love you all. And I'll see you guys next week.